We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now we're talking about how to keep yourself from the wicked one. He that is born again becomes a new creature, a new creation in Christ. Now, he has been delivered. Go to Galatians, the third chapter. Listen to what the Apostle Paul says here. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Now let's go a little further with that. Go on over to the 29th verse. And if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. If you be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. What promise? The promise that Abraham and his seed would be heir of the world as recorded in Romans, the fourth chapter, verse 13. You are heir of the world. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. The curse of the law was threefold. It was poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. You have been redeemed from spiritual death. That's the reason you're no more a sinner just saved by grace. You have become the righteousness of God because a sinner that is saved by grace and is still a sinner, he just keeps on sinning. Have you ever stopped to ask yourself why they call a prisoner a prisoner? Because he stays in prison. If you're still a sinner saved by grace, you're still in sin. But you see, if you become the righteousness of God, you are the righteousness of God in Christ. And when you sin, then you're responsible for that. And 1 John 1, 9 is the route to get rid of that condemnation. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, everyone that's perfect in here, raise your hand. Well, we've got about three of them that's perfect. <laughs> They're talking about in Christ, though. They thought I was talking about in Christ. You are perfect in Christ, but you see, we're not perfect yet. We make mistakes. Now, I heard a fellow say one time, he said, I never miss it. I never miss it. He just did. Yeah, I heard him say that from a pulpit. He says, I never miss it. Well, he just missed it right then, because if he'd never missed it before, he missed it then. <laughs> we're not perfect yet we're going to make some mistakes now don't strive to do that <laughs> you know there's been some problems theological problems down through the years with the Pentecostals and the Baptists you know thank God for the Baptists they get more people saved than anybody that I know of but you see the Baptists believed that you could never backslide Pentecostals believed in it and practiced it Well, I think we've both been somewhat wrong. It's not as easy to backslide as you would imagine if you understand the grace of God. You can be lost. I do believe you can be lost. But if you take 1 John 1, 9, 
you are redeemed from spiritual death, and when you sin, you do not die spiritually. Like Adam died spiritually. You break fellowship with the Father, and if you repent, you are restored to fellowship. Thank God for that. That's good news, isn't it? Hallelujah. I don't know whether I've helped you or not, but I've taught myself happy. (laughs) Hallelujah. So we're redeemed from the curse of the law, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. The curse of the law was threefold, poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. You are no more or less redeemed from sickness than you are spiritual death. Somebody said, well, if I'm redeemed from sickness, if we're all redeemed from sickness, no one would get sick anymore. Well, now that sounds like pretty good philosophy until you pull it back to sin. Are we redeemed from sin? Yes, thank God, Christ has redeemed us from sin. Can anybody sin anymore? Sure, you can sin if you want to. You could get up and walk out of here and go rob a 7-Eleven store before you go home if you want to. God won't do a thing about it. Now the policeman will. (laughs) But you see, it's not God's responsibility. He's done all he's going to do when he said, Don't do it. Thou shalt not steal. (laughs) Isn't it easier to read in Proverbs where it said, The way of the transgressor is hard than to go rob a 7-Eleven store and find it out. Thank God for his word. (laughs) Proverbs chapter 26. I want to read two verses there. Verse 1 and 2. As the snow in the summer and rain in harvest, so honor is not seemly to a fool. As the bird by wandering and a swallow by flying, so the curse causeless shall not come. We're redeemed from the curse. Therefore you can keep yourself from the wicked one. That's Proverbs 26, verse 1 and 2. The curse causeless shall not come. Now let me just read a couple of verses on down here to show you what he's referring to. Verse 4, Answer not a fool according to his folly, lest thou also be likened to him. In other words, you answer a fool according to his folly just to get back at him, then you've opened yourself to the curse. You're in strife. Then the next verse says, Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own conceits. Now, sound like it's contradicting itself, doesn't it? But no, he's saying there are some occasions where you ought to answer a fool according to his folly so he'll see how foolish it was, what he said. But it's a different attitude, you see. Now, come on down to verse 13. The slothful man saith, There is a line in the way. A line is in the street. You see, the slothful man He's always got something out there that keeps him from getting out in the street and doing something, you know. There's another place that said, the slothful says there's a lion in the street. I shall be eaten. He's always negative. Always negative about it. As the door turneth upon its hinges, so doth the slothful upon his bed. (laughs) Now what's that have to do with anything? The curse causeless shall not come. Part of the curse was poverty. And if you stay in the bed, it's coming, man. It won't come causelessly. But if you sleep all your life away, you're going to be in poverty. You sleep to 10, 11 o'clock in the morning and don't go to work, you're going to find out that poverty will come to your house. (laughs) The slothful hideth his hand in his bosom, and it grieveth him to bring it again to his mouth. Verse 17. He that passeth by and meddleth with strife 
belonging not to him is like one that taketh a dog by the ears. You go to meddling with strife that you have no business in, the curse will come and not cause this. Now y'all not shouting. <laughs> I'm doing better preaching than you are saying amen. Verse 27, Whoso diggeth a pit shall fall therein, and he that rolleth a stone it shall return upon him. The curse causeless shall not come. You dig in a pit for someone else, you'll more than likely fall in it yourself. It's a curse. It's the law of reciprocals. And you need to know that you're redeemed from the curse of the law. You're redeemed from the curse. Thank God you don't have to put up with the curse. You can keep yourself from the wicked one. But these things are things that you do. It's not something that you pray for God to do. You have to be a doer of the word and do it yourself. Now I remember a story. A fellow was telling me about a guy back years ago, you know, when things were not quite as high as they are now. He said, uh, this fellow went into the general store there in the country and and he was looking at this ham. And he decided, well, I believe I'll get this ham. He said, how much is the ham? He said, it's a dollar. So he got the ham. He started out, you know. And he finally walked by the case there. And he's looking. He said, boy, it sure is a nice turkey. He said, how much is a turkey? He said, it's a dollar. Well, he said, it's all right if I trade this ham for the turkey. Well, he said, yeah. So he put the ham back and got the turkey. Started out the door. And the guy said, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He said, what is it? He said, uh, you haven't paid for the turkey. Well, he said, I traded the ham for the turkey. Yeah, but he said, you didn't pay for the ham. He said, I don't have the ham. <laughs> now, the rest of you will get that about midnight. <laughs> he traded the curse for the blessing, the turkey. The devil is out to get you to trade the turkey for the curse. You missed it. <laughs> the devil tried to get you to trade the blessing of God for the curse by getting you in strife and getting you to do things that is not in line with the word of God and it brings you under the curse and the curse causeless shall not come. Hallelujah. Turn with me to James, the first chapter. Verse 22, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. See, if you're a hearer of the word and not a doer, you're deceiving your own self. The devil didn't have to deceive you. You deceived your own self. But if any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he wants. Now listen to it. He looks into the Word of God and he sees what the Word said about him. It sees that it says he's the righteousness of God in Christ. He's a world overcomer. For he that's born of God overcometh the world. He has world overcoming faith residing on the inside of him. And if he submits himself unto God and resists the devil, the devil will flee from him because the devil has no choice but to do it. Because the Word of God is out. He has to flee from it. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, our CD offer all this week is CD offer number 7211. That's 7211, How to Keep Yourself from the Wicked One. Two CDs 
for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. Now, when we talk about keeping ourselves from the wicked one, the Bible tells us to do it. You know, Jesus overcame the world, the flesh, and the devil. He defeated Satan. First John, the fifth chapter, said, Whosoever believeth that Jesus is a Christ is born of God. Well, that's the first step in overcoming the world, the flesh, and the devil is to be born of God. Verse 4 says, Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, our faith. Now, the word even there is added by the translator. It is our faith that causes us to be overcomers. We overcome the world. Then in verse 18, John says, We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not. But he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and the wicked one toucheth him not. Now, I want to read that again. We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not. That means he does not practice sin. Doesn't mean he doesn't make mistakes. But he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and the wicked one toucheth him not. Well, now, you know, most of the time people say, well, I know that's in the Bible, but now here's how it happened to me. Well, you cast out the word in favor experience. You need this CD offer number 7211. That's 7211, How to Keep Yourself from the Wicked One. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Kapps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.